See, I know niggas can be ruthless. The women always seem to find a way to make it through this. And they bounce back. So we gon' call that shit the bounce back. And I got this new jaw, let me tell you yeah. all about that. Conquer my depression, uh. Grab my Smith and Wesson, uh. Call out my new baddie, and Give her good direction, like, where you at at 7, uh. She just say she ready, uh. Pull up 630, uh. Play a show early, uh. I just wanna watch her, uh. Why she getting ready, uh. Shoulder stress spaghetti, uh. The new bitch really get me, look. We ain't never trippin' unless we trip the Serengeti, uh. And you won't never see us trippin' unless you short the Breddy, uh. YSYLM by AJ the Menace is out now on all streaming platforms. Make sure you go get that, and let's get into the show. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the 3 Oak Podcast, where even the artists can be fans. AJ the Menace. Shane M. Petty. And Cherry TNT, she's not available today. She had to work. Uh, we normally shoot on Saturday nights, but... I went to the tattoo shop last night. Tell me more about this, because that was a shock to me. I knew uh, Cherry was getting the tattoo, but yes. I had no idea you were even in the mindset of even getting the tattoo. Yeah, so I had my appointment scheduled. Literally, my appointment was two days after they officially like closed everything because of COVID. Okay. So like I was supposed to be mine was supposed to be like March 30th or something. Yeah. Like at the end of March. But then everything got shut down like the 27th. Mm-hmm. Where they were like, we're canceling all this shit. Yeah. So I didn't even get to go. I just went. And I went because I was going to get this fixed. Cause you remember I had that uh-huh. dog one in here? Yeah. But it was always fucked up. He actually fixed it now. Okay. And I actually have like the real you can't you can kind of see it, but not really right now. What the dog? Yeah. I you I see, see the dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see you the can, dog. Yeah, you can definitely see it now. Yeah. Like before, mm-hmm. it was just the outline and it okay. looked ghetto as shit. But wait, when did you get the outline though? Because I, I nine don't... years ago. Maybe oh, maybe I just don't be looking under your arm like yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> but so I just it, never knew you had a tattoo in it. Yeah, so it was just the outline from like nine years ago that went terribly south. First, yeah, yeah. that was my first tattoo in my kitchen. Mm-hmm. Like the all the, I did all the things you weren't supposed to do. Yeah, inexperienced tattooer. You know, all that shit. Yeah. Uh, I finally got that fixed, which I'm really happy about that. Like, shout out to Sketch Gamble. Um, he works at Golden Coil. So, y'all go holla at him. Yeah. And, he does black okay, and white so realism. if that was your first one, what about the second one was the Michael Jackson one? That was my first one. My second one was my dog on the left side of my okay. calf. Okay. And that was of him. Yeah, Denier. Yeah, and then I got that one done. Then I got the Michael Jackson one done. Oh, so that was your third one. Okay. Then That's the f- only one I really knew of. Was yeah, the and one. then my fourth one was two years ago when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Mm. I got the Eagles thing over here on this side. Yeah. <clears throat> now I got this one fixed, mm-hmm. and I got my kneecap tattooed. Yeah. I got the All Money In um, logo, Yeah. the Nipsey Hussle brand. Yeah, so had it been a long time since you had a tattoo? And two years, officially two uh, years. Okay, so I haven't had a, like a tattoo since two thousand five. So oh, so you I, forgot completely. I forgot what, it felt what the like. pain was like. Okay, <laughs> let me tell you something. So yeah. I bought numbing cream. Okay, the numbing cream worked phenomenal. Okay, on the inside of my arm to the point that the first hour of the tattoo, I dozed off once mm-hmm. and forgot he was tattooing. It could just feel light pressure because mm. it really done my dull, dulled my skin numbness. Like mm-hmm. it was great. That kneecap. Let's talk about the kneecap. Oh, okay. Nothing helped the kneecap. Oh, that was the worst pain I've ever felt in my entire life. I had no idea what hurt that bad. Oh, shit. My nigga, when I said, bro, I got a video. Matter of fact, I'll insert the video right here so y'all can see exactly what happened. But I'd recorded myself in pain. What? Just so people would understand. So you could know my pain. Bro, I was was biting a towel. Like, I was in there biting a towel. My hand still kind of hurt from me squeezing the towel so hard. Oh, man. That's how bad the knee pain was. Shit. The kneecap is fucking real, bro. And I'm still supposed to be getting the other kneecap done. Oh, shit. I was supposed to do both of them the same day, bro. I couldn't do it, bro. Oh. I was like, I cannot do this, dog. I have to go yeah. back. I cannot do this, bro. It hurts so bad. Oh, God. It looks great, but it hurt so... I've never felt pain like that. It's like tender, moment. you know, because that tender meat right there. It hurts now. Oh, man. And this, is, this was last night, and it still hurts. I don't even feel this tattoo. Yeah. It's just... Tattoo skin. I don't mm. even feel it. Mm. My, I feel my knee right now. Oh, do you feel it more like because like the knee is like with more with the bone and stuff? Or? It's just straight bone, bro. Yeah. It's just yeah. bone it's and, less thin, flesh. and thin skin. Yeah. yeah. God, it hurts so fucking oh, bad, bro. Man. It hurt so bad, dog. Like, mm. I don't even want to talk. Yeah, if anybody's ever had their kneecap tatted, 
or their knee or elbow, maybe. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Or maybe mm. even foot. Yeah. Bro, it's terrible, but mm. I'm giving myself two months before I go back. Yeah. Because I do want to get... Recuperate. Yeah, I do want to get... I feel like I got PTSD, bro. <laughs> it's crazy, <laughs> In bro. the moment, did you feel like this is never going to end? <laughs> it did feel like it was never going to end. Yeah, yeah bro, this, is, I, this is my life forever. Bro, yeah. I, it was so many times I wanted to just be like, we're done, bro. Yeah, like, I'll leave. I will die knowing that this tattoo was never finished and be completely okay with it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and just tell the story. Like, look, I don't care. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, yeah. and I have no shame on me. Like, I, you can't shame me for. I'm not doing it, bro. Yeah. And I had to stop looking at the tattoo because that was delaying it. So I, you know, oh, like watching yeah. him do it. Yeah. I feel like it made the pain worse and delayed how long it was taking. You know what I mean? So I had to lay back. Bro, there was moments during the outlining, the first half, we took three breaks on this hour, on this tattoo that should take no more than an hour. Because mm-hmm. this tattoo that I got of the Nipsey logo, it's extremely simple. Yeah. It's literally just outlines and filling it in. <laughs> oh it's God. extremely simple. I can just imagine just the needle going in. <laughs> Bro, it hurt so bad. I don't even want to. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want flashbacks. Is that, but I got to do it again in September. Yeah. September 5th, I got to do my, I'm getting my logo done mm-hmm. on my knee. But it's fucked, dog. But mm-hmm. it's whatever. You know, I made it through. Yeah. Um, I'm going to let it heal up, and I'm going to go back for round two. And that's the last time. There's only two people. There's only two people I would ever get my tattoos tattoos that painful in those positions. What? Nipsey Hussle and myself, because I'm yeah. getting my brand and his brand yeah. tattooed on yeah, both. These true. are the only two people I would ever even consider that paid for. Yeah. But outside of that, hell no. Like, hell no. Yeah. Bro. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> Uh, a girl come up and say, hey, can you get my name on your knee? Nah, <laughs> F you. Like, well, I never liked you anyway. I'm glad yeah. you asked me that. Not even we, if I'm marrying you. We <laughs> need to talk about our relationship status at this yeah. point. Like, <laughs> but um, welcome uh, for all the new people who, this is probably your first time listening to like a real episode or like an actual Three Oak Podcast episode. Normally we have another um, guest, another host, Cherry TNT. She's just not here right now. If you go through our other Instagram posts, you've seen it, but... We've got about, we gained about 900 followers over the past couple of days um, off of the video that I put out, um, Are They in Trouble? Mm. And it was pretty much downtown Raleigh Bar and Club scene. Obviously, if you're new here, that's why you're here. Mm. Uh, one, I appreciate everybody that engaged with the post, commented, and followed, like, Thank y'all so much. Uh, and sharing your experience. And well. sharing your experience. Have similar yeah. experience to that was know, important. the club yeah. experience. And uh, and being really engaging, like these people that have followed are engaging. You know, I've been trying to stay on top of the story. I don't want to keep adding things to the timeline feed mm-hmm. to block it up until Monday when we drop this episode. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but I've been adding stuff to the feed, and you know, the people that have been following, they seem to, they seem like they're ready to be engaging. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like on a regular basis, which is going to be super dope. Uh, we've been doing this for about two and a half years now. Like we. We're low key OGs out yeah, here. Yeah. It's just we've been doing it at this level for the entire time. We just been waiting for the we've been waiting to find the market. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? We've been waiting for you. Yeah, <laughs> we've been waiting for y'all. Like we've been searching for the market. We've been trying. We've been trying every marketing tactic we could think of, and yeah. and this is the one that did it. It seems like so. I plan on continuing to do this, um, addressing things that are extremely local and targeted towards not just the bar scene, mind you. I think it's kind of funny. I was laughing with my boy called me laughing because he was laughing at how well the video was doing because of what topic it was. Oh, yeah. I was talking to your brother. Oh, okay. And right. he was like, you don't even go out like that. Yeah. You know what <laughs> I mean? Anymore, yeah, especially anymore. Like, yeah. And that's like, yeah. I was like, it's so funny that this is the video that would blow up and I don't even go. It's not even <laughs> like I'm not, you don't, you will not see me on Glenwood. You won't yeah. see me on Fayetteville. You won't see me at a bar and club. Like yeah, yeah. you just won't see unless we're getting paid to be there. Yeah. And, uh, but when I really think about it, the reason I X all that out is because of this stuff that I was talking about in the videos, being turned away, being openly discriminated against um, in downtown Raleigh. I've had some of my most blatant and violent racist experiences going out downtown in North in North Carolina or downtown Raleigh. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and that was me as a younger kid, you know, fresh in college, let's hit the clubs. You know, everybody's yeah. 18 now. Like, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I've had terrible experiences. Um, one that was like, you know, like I still feel literally the physical pain every so often to this day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which I plan on talking about in the next video that I dropped this week. So, 
Y'all stay tuned. That wasn't the last video that I do. Mm -hmm. I plan on continuing this. Uh, I want to keep it up at least. I want to try to keep it up once a week or once every two weeks until the end of the year. And especially because we didn't know that this was a, it was so common. It's so hit. Yeah. But just like we were saying, we know that it was yeah. between black people, but mm -hmm. it's something we didn't speak about because it's just like, and it's the same as every time we speak of like when Pat was here yeah. and when we were talking about, yeah, but you can expect the police to do that. And he was like, that's messed up that you would even say that. Yeah. But it's just certain things, it's certain treatment that black people have been tolerating for 400 years. Let's just put it there. You know what I mean? And even 50, 60 years plus in segregation ended that we've just been tolerating from police and racist white people that we don't even speak about just because it's literally common. Yeah. That's and even just, with restaurants or something like that. If we went into a restaurant and they treated, treated us like shit, exactly. we'd be like, well, we know what it is. That is a good idea, actually. I'm glad you said that. Restaurant? I'm gonna, uh, yeah. I'm going to talk about restaurants and tipping. Yeah. Yeah. Tipping because then that's the other uh, what stereotype that has like black people don't <laughs> black tip. people don't tip and all yeah. that stuff like even white people know that stereotype yeah yeah that's yeah crazy. so yeah that's another video that I should definitely address yeah. um but yeah it's just stuff like that you know and we don't even speak about it but amongst each other you know what I yeah. mean like we're not like yeah bro they were racist as hell like we'll go to a club get turned away and we can't let that ruin our night because we already know going out. That's going to be a possibility. And guaranteed, you're going to say, I can't come in. And then I look inside. Half the club is filled with the same exact outfit or the same. This, whatever the bouncer said they're turning me away for, I can literally look in and look down the line. And they literally have everybody else in the same exact attire having mm -hmm. a good old time. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But, I mean, there's multiple things. There's a lot of things wrong with the downtown club. There's a – not even Raleigh. And, I mean – I'm going to be always geared towards Raleigh just because that's the city that we're in. And I want to res I want to connect with the people here, but this is something that's countrywide. Like mm -hmm. let's not get it twisted. This is not just a downtown Raleigh problem. This is. And if there's a perfect time to talk about the, what's the happening time. in clubs to black people or exactly. people of color. Yeah. It's now. It's now, <laughs> now's the time. Now's the time to talk about all the shit that's fucked up about yeah. that. It's happening to black Clubs, people. Clubs, restaurants, and like, get your it, shit together too. And it's one of the situations where I'm not going to go back and forth with you. I'm going to present these videos. Uh, a couple people started asking me questions. One person asked me a pretty valid question. I'm going to respond to you, not in this form. I'm going to respond to you in another video form. Mm. But I can't even engage. This is one of those times where, you know when it's like we're supposed to educate people? Mm-hmm. I don't want to educate nobody. I've educated you in my video. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that was the lesson. You take the lesson and you leave the lesson. You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. like, you need to do your own research, bro. Let's not act like the research isn't there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you're trying to figure out why black people are so mad right now, type it into Google. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you know how to Google. ask one of your white friends who was out here protesting for Black Lives Matter, and I'm sure they'll explain it to you because you're not even looking. You're, if your whole intention of asking questions on how to rectify a situation. I'm trying to figure out how I want to say this, but you know when we're having a debate mm -hmm. and you're just trying to get your point across and I'm pretty much essentially trying to change your mind. Yeah. If that's your whole po if that's what you're doing when you're talking to somebody mm -hmm. like me or something, I'm not talking to you. Yeah. Cuz I'm not going to you're not going to make me change my mind because I'm not in the position where I have to change my mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If we're talking about this whole situation, and when it comes to how black people are treated by white people, I'm not in a position where I have to negotiate. I'm just going to tell you the facts. Yeah. And, and, and don't tell me why it's like this. I'm telling you what you're doing and why it should stop. Yeah. Yeah. Or I shouldn't even have to tell you why. Yeah. It you shouldn't have to. Yeah. Because yeah. you're the one that's or we are the ones that that actually have the facts. Exactly. Like this is actually true. So yeah. why are you trying to change my mind about something like it's not true? Or, or justify why it's that yeah, way. Or justify you know, it. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's like. I'm not going back and forth with you. That's mm -hmm. period, point blank. And you know, like, mm -hmm. you can feel some type of way about that or not. I don't care. That's you know it, what I mean? it's, it's, it's just what it is. It's kind of like the opposite of what I've been doing for, like, the past two weeks where I've been, like, watching, like, videos. Like, remember, like, when the Black Lives Matter movement was, like, really hot? Yeah. Um, I would be watching videos about it. And in the comments, I would see, like, ignorant or yeah. racist posts. And I was like... <laughs> yeah, gotta do my thing again. Yeah, I start talking to a bunch of white people, and then back and forth, back and forth, and then all of a sudden they stop replying. 
Yeah. So I guess I won. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's like. But I'm, I, I, I mean, I, I don't know if I changed their minds, but, but I, I must have made you, good points. You struck an accord, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah to yeah, the point yeah. where they're just like, damn, I have no comeback. Yeah, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean. And I'm not that. Shane but is. I'm in the right. We're in the right. Sh- yeah, yeah, Shane is perfect with that. Like, I'm not <laughs> that person. Like, yeah. I already know my emotions. I don't want to go back and forth with you. Yeah. And I feel like these are the best. This is always the best analogy. Mm-hmm. Would you talk if you're talking to a Jewish person about the Holocaust? Are you really going to sit there and try to explain to them why the Nazis did that to them? (laughs) You know what I mean? You know, I mean, Hitler was having a bad day. That yeah, you know what I mean. It's literally just like that. Stop trying to get the people who are on the victim side um, to understand. The oppressor side. Oppressor side. We don't give a fuck about what the oppressor side is. You know what I mean? We don't care if you had a bad day. (laughs) You might still be in the mind state of, I need to see both sides because I'm black and I'm not a Jew. But no, it's the same exact thing. Mm -hmm. It was a tragedy done to people. It's been a tragedy that's done to people, a.k.a. slavery, a.k.a. the Holocaust. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. those are two tragedies that were done to people. Guess what country has rectified that situation? Fully, and guess what country hasn't? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why do you think Germany has rectified it so well? You know what I yeah. mean? They don't tolerate that Nazi shit. Mm-hmm. They don't tolerate none of that. You know what I mean? But America, we got Confederate flags up. Which is our... Uh, which is... Our shit. Our, which what, is, what do you call it? The, uh, you know, the fucking thing. Swastika. Swastika. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. our swastika. That's the Confederate swastika. flag. Um, the laws that they have about... Um, you know, our systematic raising, the way they've done our housing. And then now we didn't literally, there's so many things I could just talk about. I'm not even going to go into it just because there's other stuff we got to get to. But, you know, just long story short, just no, I'm not going back and forth with y'all next. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, um, so outside of that, you know, welcome to the Three Oak Podcast. We've been doing this for a while. We've had live shows before. Uh, we're definitely going to do another live show. Um, but yeah, I mean, we can talk about some other stuff, you know, we're yeah. not going to do a super long episode just because Cherry's not here and this is a time that we normally don't even do episodes, yeah. you know what yeah, I mean? It's kind of all just kind of, but I couldn't go a week without, after we had such a big hit, don't want to go a week without mm-hmm. dropping anything. We do have a friend cast that's going to drop too. So I got two yeah. 30 minute episodes that'll be dropping this week. Okay. Um, but besides that, let's get over to, did you see Trump canceled his Juneteenth at, in Tulsa? No. AKA Black Wall Street. Yeah, but but, but no, no, I, I didn't hear. Appar- I, wait, I heard that he was going to do it there. He was going to do a rally. A rally. There. Oh, so he canceled it. He was cool? going to do a rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma, on Juneteenth. Yeah, and then of course, obviously, that's disrespectful as fuck. Ah, for those okay. who don't know, yeah. literally Google Black Wall Street. Black Wall Street was an area in Tulsa, California, where it was a completely black. It was a 100% black ecosystem. Hospitals, doctors, schools, lawyers, everything was in this town. Black owned from start to finish, extremely successful. And white people, KKK members and everybody came in, killed hundreds of thousands, hundreds of people, maybe thousands of people, and burnt the entire town to the ground Mm. because of how well they were doing economically. Uh, If you never heard of it, do your Google. That's that's a question I have actually. Like, yeah, we've had, we need a movie or I want a I was, documentary I was or something. Just gonna say, like, we've had so many movies about slaves and oh. servants in the sixties, and you know the civil rights movement. How come we haven't had a movie about Black Wall Street yet? A yeah. major movie about Black Black Wall Street. I'm sure there's documentaries why hasn't that been the movie that you've wanted to do? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, what has been stopping us from making a movie about that? You know, like yeah. seeing ourselves at one time where we were like our own thing. It was like we yeah. had our own planet or something. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, and it was doing so well that people came in and burnt it to the ground. Yeah, white people came in and burnt it to the ground. Of course, yeah. why wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, apparently he was supposed to do some sort of rally, just disrespectful shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. And then, of course, a bunch of protests and shit came up. They were like, bro, hell no, that's not happening. And then now, all of a sudden, he's going to move it out of respect. Mm. Okay. You knew it was disrespectful from the beginning. Yeah. And it was, but at the same time, Trump is delusional at the same time. He might... In my mind, Trump probably thinks black people really love him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know remember I mean? the, the clip where he says, uh, "You know, I, I have a good relationship with the blacks." <laughs> yeah, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean. Like Trump really might have thought, like he might have thought, like you know how black people always say, "You're invited to the cookout." He yeah. probably thought doing that was like, 
hey man, let's have a cookout over here. Like, but you know what? You that we're gonna welcome him open arms. But you can't. You know what? You can't really blame him though, because we did accept him. I mean, Nelly's point, biggest yeah. song, Country Grammar, has a, a part where he says, let me hear you now, let me hear you now, Bill Gates, Donald Trump, let me hear you now. Like, yeah. like Donald Trump, we kind of welcomed, welcomed him into hip-hop because we looked, you know, like the we whole bling his era. financial synapse. When hip-hop, yeah, when hip-hop hit the bling era in the early 2000s, yeah. we were always shouting out rich people, Bill yeah. Gates and, yeah. and Donald Trump. We wanted to be like that. So, mm-hmm. I, and I'm sure he heard those songs, you know, oh, and yeah, he's just like, oh, even, the blacks like me. Yeah, and even like, and he was accepted, bro. You know what movie I watched and didn't even realize he was in? Little Rascals. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. I, I know Home Alone too. He's in that, but oh, I don't even, I don't even remember. Yeah, that remember part. when he goes, uh, McAllister <coughs> goes into the hotel for the very first time, and yeah. then uh, he oh, meets that guy. He's like, yeah. hey, you know. But of course, we didn't know who Donald Trump was. But when I watched it over, like a couple of Christmases ago, I was like, oh shit, that's Donald Trump. But I did not know he was in Little Rascals. Little Rascals, okay. Little Rascals, very end of the movie, the race. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. He was the rich kid's dad. Oh, you shit. know the rich, the rich brat so kid, like a roll, roll. Yeah, no, 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 oh, small role. Small role. Because, you know, the super bratty rich kid that yeah. was balling, had the two Doberman Pinchers, butlers, and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Remember that kid? Yeah. At the end, his dad comes to the race, and we're talking like a, we're talking a 10, 15 second cameo. Like, not long at all. He was like, my dad's here, and he waved to his dad, it was Donald Trump. Oh, shit. Was it Donald Trump, like, in the movie? Yeah, Donald, Donald Trump, Trump in okay. the movie. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was playing himself in the movie. Okay. Pretty Damn. much, yeah. I did not. And I, I, I don't even remember that. Yeah, yeah, bro. And he's right at the end, and then they bring him back in for the bloopers. Like, oh, you know okay. how, like, the end of those movies, they just have bloopers and stuff like that? While the credits are going. While the credits are yeah. going. Yeah, he was back in there again. But, I mean, movie-wise, he wasn't in there long at all. Yeah. But, yeah, bro, he was a rich kid's dad. And I was like, there's damn. A, there's a music video he was in that I didn't realize. But, you know, I, I was still, like, a child. Child, child when this video yeah. was out but the uh, the music video for bobby brown's song for ghostbusters 2 well i guess yeah yeah that video it had like a bunch of celebrities in it and then it has him walking out of one of his towers and because in the video it's like ghosts everywhere i guess yeah or monitors with bobby brown on it and then he comes out and he's like mm. You know, mm. so see that's why I was saying like from back then he probably had he probably thought oh black people like me yeah so when I run for president maybe it, they're gonna be for me and then yeah. maybe it was like a shock like oh <laughs> yeah yeah it's crazy but yeah. it's funny like that's the danger of one in music I mean I do music I'm not dropping nobody's name. I'm not dropping no rich person's name like in that. case like, they become president later on. A Republican you know, president at that. You just gotta be careful. Like, I mean, we don't have as much access, but back then Trump was just a businessman to a lot of black people. Yeah, and, and it, it was like something to aspire to. It was and, something yeah. to aspire to, definitely. Yeah. And it makes sense. I mean, I'm sure white people felt the same. He was one of the richest people we knew. Yeah. You know what Went I mean? To Trump hotels, yeah, Atlantic City. And, you know what I mean? And it's like he's in everything, but once you figure out his political position and how he feels about people and stuff like that, then your position changes. So yeah, I bet things would have, would have been different if he ran as a d- Democrat. Like, let's say like he actually was a good person and he ran yeah. for a Democrat. I think all of us would be like, yes, Donald Trump. You know, we we ex- you know we but wanted you, him. To are be we talking the, about uh, alternate universe where he's actually a good person? Got you. Okay, <laughs> you I'm about to say, but say, now if Trump was saying the things that I liked him to say with that same way he says it now, I would enjoy that. Yeah, because I think he's fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah. and I think the, I like the way he spe- he speaks like a fucking kindergartner. You know yeah. what I mean? Like. Yeah. Or somebody Every, that doesn't give a fuck, and I think that's why Republicans and that's why people, like And it. that's why everybody likes him, especially the middle America. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? The poor and the poor white people. That's why they love him so much. You're talking about I'm bringing coal mining back. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. Y'all believe that shit, too. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. bro, I haven't heard about one coal factory opening. Nobody's <laughs> using coal anymore. Like, bring unless, coal back. Unless it's for a grill, bro, that is not happening. Like, the world is trying its best to go uh, electric. And he yeah. wants to bring coal. Back. Yeah, but that's he secured those votes too, though. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so it's like he says stuff those like 85 that. Eighty-five year old certain, man. Yeah, cool. Yeah, and he says stuff like that. That if you're you know low and ignorant or less educated and ignorant, yeah, that's gonna, I'm gonna get behind that. But yeah. I don't know. It's a hustler, crazy. man. He knows it's a hustler. Exactly he knows how to, to pull at those people's heartstrings and stuff yeah. like that. And say thugs. Mm-hmm. We know what thug, they know what thugs is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then that kind of leads us to. Um, Let's jump over to Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle yeah. dropped 846. Yeah. 
I mean, this is not a comedy special. Yeah, it's not, yeah. I, I think that's what the, the the tagline of the video should be. This yeah. is not a comedy special. This is not a comedy special. That's why it was funny because he said, he said, uh, this is not. He said, I'm not joking. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like he's uh, like, I'm, I have some jokes. He said, yeah, I got like, some pussy jokes. But if right y'all now, really want them, but right now we're trying to have a conversation. I think he said something. Dave like Chappelle that. says things in a way that give you goosebumps. See, yeah, like somebody in I think in the comments section said it really well. They said like he's a a great like rationalizer. Like he knows how to observe a situation. Mm. And then articulate it in a way that makes yeah. you understand, you know, yes. and, and probably can make someone who who's ignorant understand, you know, yeah. like when he really broke Especially down the way. Yeah, the way he he breaks down everything. Yeah. And like the way he did the cop thing. Yeah. The way he did the cop thing where he'll give you a five to seven minute story about a cops defending their own people. Yeah. And then be like, so why are you confused on black people when we're defending and turned us? it around. And yeah. It was like, oh. Like, you know what I mean? Now, and for some people can, understand? Some people can only listen to it that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they only can listen to it that way. Mm -hmm. But he's great at doing it like that every time. Because that's what we've been getting with his comedy specials. Yeah. It's just we normally true. get more jokes in there. Yeah. We were just listening to Dave Chappelle speak this It was time. more like a TED Talk or some kind of, like, like talk. You yeah. You know, like, he was just on the, sta on the stage just kind of rationalizing what's going on and know? i was in it like I, when i was um you know what mode dave Chappelle's in when he's smoking cigarettes and drinking on stage yeah that's i know what level you know of, he's about to get real i know what level of dave Chappelle i'm getting when the cigarettes come out and this and the drinking starts yeah I this, said, that he was so laid back he, he even had his book out <laughs> you know like yeah, a comedy book you yeah it's like yeah. i guess just to go to if he needed to but um yeah it wasn't a comedy special it was a just a well thought out just rationalizing of what's going on. Like, I don't Extremely know. Extremely short. 22 minutes, 25 minutes max. Yeah. People were saying, like, he's reached that, he's probably reached that stage in his comedy career where George Carlin did the same thing. Where at, you know, for at a long time. it stopped being comedy. And, yeah, and it just started being him, not ranting, but just kind of just talking about the realities of what's going on. And every once in a while, he'll put a joke in there, you know, yeah. um, to, if he needs to, like, emphasize a point. But for the most part, it, and, you know, like, not profit, but it's just, like, he, they're the, the people of the time that you turn to to rationalize what's going on. What do yeah. you think, Dave Chappelle, you know? Yeah. And it's crazy because, and mind, mind you, I I don't think I would have ever realized this until I started listening to podcasts. And I feel like most podcasts, somebody on there is a comedian. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, unless it's just like a straight up informative one that you don't need a comedian. But like most of the podcasts I listen to, one person out of the two was a comedian. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize it until Schultz put it in a great way where he was saying, um, we need comedians. It might have even been Joe Rogan said, I'm sure Joe has said something of this nature. People need comedians because they help us understand what's going on with the times. Mm -hmm. It's like comedians are essential. That's what Joe was saying. Comedians could be argued as a, um, they bring laughter, mm -hmm. but they also, a lot of them, not all of them, but some of them give you political takes. You know what I mean? And they're, they'll tell you what's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they, they make it in a digestible way. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that humor helps too, because it puts in perspective for you, like, shit is really fucked up. Hey, like uh, Mary Poppins said, a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. You know, we don't yeah. like the taste of medicine, so, oh, take some sugar with it? Like, mm, okay. Yeah, so it. that's why yeah. people that's like... What the laughter is. The Dave Chappelle is uh, the, the one sugar. for this generation. Chris yeah. Rock. Yeah, Chris Rock. I would put Chris Rock up there. Chris Rock is up there, yeah. too. And that's what... Yeah, I feel like Dave a lot first, of these... Rock second. Mm -hmm. But before it was Rock was doing it used it for, to be yeah yeah like I I was always turning to him and I still turn to, to him, yeah to see but, what he's talking about you know yeah what I mean? and just like I saw his clip going around where he was talking about um you know how cops are always saying that's just one bad apple and then yeah. he was oh just, yeah I should or he was just yeah, yeah it was pretty much saying like mm -hmm. some jobs you can't have bad apples <laughs> yeah. some jobs you can't he's like I can't get on an airplane <laughs> yeah. and be like this pilot is just a one bad apple I crash yeah. he crashes us and die American can't be like you know some of our pilots like to land yeah you know <laughs> like, what I mean and it's like no, every pilot has to land yeah so it's so crazy but like that's why we need our comedians to they rationalize they everything rationalize they just everything. they just make everything 
in a world that doesn't make sense, they make it make sense. Yes. <laughs> you yes, know? And it's just like, yes. oh, this, yeah, it makes sense. You know? Um, so that's one of the things that I really loved about it. Uh, I loved his, uh, his uh, take on like the Karen Owens, uh, uh, Candace Owens, yeah, yeah. Candace Owens, this because I I remember seeing that video floating around too, where she was basically excusing what the the cop did. I mean, she was playing around playing with him, with making it stuff like no, it was horrible what happened to him. But at the same time, he did he have did a record. This, and- he had this, and he did this to his wife, and, 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 and but 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 one thing that I put on the video, I think it was on Facebook, so I commented on it and. I say, notice how she never mentions if the cops should be charged. Mm. She never mentioned if they should be charged. She said what they did was bad. And she said that all cops and all people in different areas and all that stuff, you, you have bad waiters and all that stuff, basically yeah. going to the bad apple thing. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. But, but she was making it seem like, hey, and some cops are bad. You know, we just have to deal with that. And I'm like, so no, you're basically don't. saying... Hey, some cops commit murder. I mean, you know, big whoop. You know? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I'm like, uh, no, they should be charged for murder if they commit unjust murders. You know? I'll tell you <laughs> something about Candace Owens for people who just don't know. And these are just lost niggas. Like, yeah, she's a, definitely the definition of, of a lost nigga. Like, yeah. and you know what I always enjoy? I enjoy the moment when they realize they're black again. Oh, yeah. They're one white person away from them calling him a nigger. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You are one white. You, I'm waiting on that one person. I think Stacey Dash had that moment. I can't remember uh, when it was, but it was a couple years ago. Yeah. Stacey Dash had she a moment. Called, like, like her fiance, her and her fiance got into a fight or something. And he hit and her with called, that. Yeah. yeah. And it was something like that. But I remember Stacey Dash had her moment where she was caping out here for Republicans and white people and putting down the black community. And it was like that one white person put her a check. It was like you still a nigga. Yeah, you know I think what I'm she may have called the cops and it didn't go her way or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And that it would have if she was white, but exactly. it didn't go that way because mm-hmm. guess and what? And that's all Candace Owens is one step away from. And I hope it happens. I hope it happens publicly yeah. so we can all <laughs> see it. Because I'm sure, to be fair, I'm sure it's happened privately, mm. but it needs to happen publicly. She so has she, to be getting. She has to be getting well paid in order to just sell out her. I just don't understand. Like she, yeah. I don't know if she it, does. Well she really believe this, like- or is it like she's just spewing out what she's paid to do? Like I have no idea what's going on with her. I don't either. She's one of the smartest, dumbest people I've ever seen. Yeah, you know because I mean? she's articulate as like, hell. She, she like she sounds great when she speaks. Yeah, and she almost makes you like scratch your chin. Like yeah, oh, she yeah, almost makes you. But then when you really think about it, it's like. You'd be like, what no, are you talking no. about? Yeah, 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 yeah that makes like, no sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a very articulate way to not make sense. Yeah. Did you ever see, did you see her with um, Joe? Joe Rogan? Rogan? No, no, oh, I did you, not. You are missing one of the greatest episodes of fucking Joe Rogan. He was Rogan. going back and forth with her? What? He was laying. And oh, there okay, was a, I got to watch that. You got to watch, yeah. bro. It was one moment, because you know, Joe is not the type to argue with his guests too often. Yeah. He likes to let them get them off. But it was one point, Joe said, I can't let this shit continue. Because it was talking, long story short, they were talking about, he pretty much was calling her out on you giving these grand statements talking about this is fact, and you have just admitted to me you have not done research on that. Mm, And he's like, you can't do that. Yeah. And she's like, why can't I do He said, because you just admitted you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. (laughs) He was like, he said, you speak so well. He said, you speak so well. If I didn't hear you just say and pay attention to you just saying you never did the research, I would believe everything you said, but you just admit it to me. You've not done the research. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm going to ask you again. How do you have an opinion on something you've never done the research on? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. bro, it was like a 15 minute see, back and forth. For see, she's like, almost scarier than Trump in a way. Because yeah, cause like, she's a, cause her, cause our Yeah, because yeah, like yeah. he's we know he's a talker. Um, and you know, he's a hustler in that way, yeah. but when he talks, he just talks and talks and we just know it, it, uh, that makes no sense. That's stupid. Yeah. But the way she does it, it's like, she sounds like she's right. Yeah. All you know? the time. Yeah, yeah. It always, and it always sounds like she didn't have points. It's right. Yeah. yeah everything. And she yeah. might say like, you know, I did the research. She could say I did the research and be and like, we oh, would just shit, believe her just because of how articulate she is. Yeah. You know saying? Like, you know, white people are the, 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 you know, the most killed people in this country and all that stuff. And, you know, it makes you go. Oh, wait, let me Google it. <laughs> you yeah. know, just to make sure. But 
But at the end of the day, like I said, like the one bullshit in her, I mean, well, she had a lot of bullshit in there, but the one that stood out to me was because I watched the whole video of her talking and just to hear her out, you know, I at yeah. least like to hear the op, the the opposite side just to hear them out. Yeah. But she never mentioned that the police officers should be charged, you know, which is the biggest thing. Which yeah. Is, she which was excusing our... their yeah. behavior by doing that. Yeah, you know? Yeah. So that's that's when I call bullshit on it. I'm like, mm. no, no, no. It's crazy, man. Yeah. But but that's why I like Dave Chappelle, that he put her in her place when he yes. called her out. Oh, speaking of Dave Chappelle, before we continue, uh, can we talk about how Dave Chappelle addressed Dave Chappelle addressed cheating allegations, admitted to cheating allegations. Oh, in what the, was that about? I saw most, that in the comment section. In the most seamless way I've ever, I've ever <laughs> seen a celebrity address yeah. getting caught cheating. It was small, but I heard it. Okay, Who was so, it again? Azalea Banks. Azalea so Banks. long story short, Azalea Banks, uh, this was maybe two, three weeks ago. It was not that long ago. Yeah. Pretty much outed Dave Chappelle. She said, I can ruin Dave Chappelle's life. I'll, I'll ruin Dave Chappelle's marriage because me and him had sex, mm-hmm. like while he was married. And in the special, I can't remember, he was relating something and he was saying, Oh, I know. They can't keep their mouth shut just like Azalea Banks. He said something. Yeah. He was talking about uh, Candace Owens and okay. saying how her pussy smells bad or something like that. And he was like, he said something like, you know, I mean, I, I never had sex with her, but, you know, I, I'll tell her just like Azalea Banks. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He said and something it, like that and then just moved on. And moved on. I just thought it was just a joke. But then nope. I went into the comment section and everybody was saying, like, did he just mention the, you know, his cheating was, allegation? Yeah. I was like, wait, he what? He did. And <laughs> mentioned it and got it out. In and out, bruh. Just yeah. seamless, bruh. Seamless. I love that shit. And I was like, and it was funny. It was a punchline. Because I was with Courtney and she, when she was watching it, she was like, did he just mention that? I said... That's the first or last time you'll hear him mention her. Yeah. <laughs> I said, that is it. That is Cause, it. Like, cause it he is didn't, in and out. He didn't deny it. You know? No. He, I, he, and if anything, he confirmed it. That's all he did. But yeah. He confirmed it because it, this is the thing with celebrities and stuff like that. If you don't speak at least one time on it, they're going to, for the next 10 years, I'm going to ask you that question every time I get to sit down and interview. Yeah. You know what I mean? But Dave is, presents things in a way to where he can just knock it out the way now and never have to deal with it again. Yeah. Because now if you ask him in an interview, he's just going to just stare at you probably. And I'm sure like people in the audience, it probably went over their heads. Maybe they didn't, they were like me and didn't even know about it. Because yeah. honestly, Azalea Banks is probably hitting more of black culture and Twitter That's anyway. Yeah. So it might she, be She some, never really crossed over. Yeah. And so we might know more about that. Like it might, that might not have even touched a lot of people's radars. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but for the, People who are the loudest and can make the most noise on social media, which are black people. Yeah. We're, he addressed us and got us out the way. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And I love the way he did it. Yeah. <laughs> it was that fucking punchline. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, but that's pretty much it. I mean, yeah. We're just talking about shit. I mean, well, um, oh, yeah, I, I could just do like a quick uh, review of Spike Lee's new Oh, film. yes, please. Yeah. Is that on Netflix? Yes, okay, it is. Yeah, so it's a Netflix. Uh, I mean, I can't say if it's a Netflix original because I'm sure, like, if theaters were open, it probably would have released in Got theaters. Got you. Everything's, yeah, digital Yeah, now. but yeah. since everything, you know, it's just been, like, streaming now. But uh, I watched it last night. Uh, you know, I, I invited my mom to watch What's it. What's the case. name of it? Uh, the Five Bloods. Duh. Five Bloods. Um, oh, that's him. Yeah. And oh. it has uh, Chadwick Boseman, Black Panther. Yeah, in it. yeah, yeah. I, it um, was featured. It's at the top. Yeah. I didn't realize I was him. Yeah. Got yeah. you. I'm definitely going to watch it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's long. It's like two hours and like 30 something minutes, like 35. But yeah. Um, but it was really good. It, um, like, I, I probably like it a little more than Black, Black Klansman. Um, but it was just really good. And I still haven't seen Black Klansman. Yeah, that was good. I got to watch it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know if that's on Netflix. It's probably on something else. Yeah, it's probably Maybe on HBO Max or something. Yeah, something, yeah. Um, but it was really good. Um, Chadwick Boseman, of course, like, he's just a really good actor. Like, he's one of the strongest Tough, young yeah. black actors right now. Without question. To me. Yeah. Um, and so he did a great job playing, like, this, like, traumatic soldier. One of the guys who did a great job that – have you ever seen Crooklyn? Oh, absolutely. Okay, Crooklyn. Absolutely. Okay, remember the yes. father? Yeah, oh, he's gee. in this movie. Yeah, he's oh, in this movie. Yeah, I love that movie dude, bro. It's basically about these black soldiers that have to go back to Viet, old black soldiers that have to go back to Vietnam to find gold that they hid in Vietnam a long time ago. Mm, from when they were at war. Yeah, when, gotcha. in the in the seventies. But they're right? going yeah, back 70s. to recover the, the gold. 
Yeah. Um, so they're going I'm back. Sure they collect dangerous. to go back to uh, go go for the gold, but they're reminiscing about the time in in the. So it's a back lot of flashbacks. Day. Yeah, and gotcha. Chadwick Boseman is back in the day. He's the part of the flashbacks because he was their leader that died. Mm. Um, yeah, so it, it, every once in a while it flashbacks to when Chadwick Boseman was leading them to find the gold and all that stuff. Got you. Um, and then there's a mystery of like, well, how did he die? You know? Mm. And then I, I don't want to spoil it for you guys, but you find out how he dies. Got you. And um, it's pretty traumatic and it's a, a, a dramatic scene. Yeah. Um, but the guy in particular, I, I, I apologize that I forget his name, uh, but I feel like all these years, I think he's going to blow up now. Oh, uh, really? He did that good of a job. Damn. It surprised me. I, I was hearing about it. I heard like reviews, like saying like uh, they mentioned his name, I, which I forget. Yeah. But um. But the father from Crooklyn. Yeah. Got yeah. You. Um. The OG. His because he plays like a soldier out of the group. He's the one that has the the harshest P, P, uh, PTSD. Mm. You know, so you know he could snap. He voted for Trump. You know. Mm. Um, he he just has a juicy role, you yeah, know? Yeah, so he's yeah. the one that could snap. So his role in that, I always knew he was a great actor. Um, I liked him in Malcolm X as well, like some kind of Jamaican uh, dealer. But he he blew me away in that movie. So you could watch it just for him and Chadwick, really. Damn, um, okay. Yeah, so he did a good job. Chadwick did a good job. The Overall, the movie is good. Um, I'll give it uh, an A. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would give it an A. Hell yeah! Yeah. So the the only uh, reason why we get the A plus is like I wish it was a little shorter, a little, <laughs> but, a little, a little lengthy. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a little lengthy, but but overall it's a great Spike film. Spike is a creative, you know, like you just he's going know. strong. I think he's hitting a stride now. Like when you see yeah. Black Klansman, uh, uh, you'll see. But I think he's hitting a new stride now, where he's like maybe found his mojo again. Because you know, yeah. for a few years he was kind of quiet. Yeah, and know? it was quiet. And Tyler Perry took over. Yes, yes. <laughs> for a number of years actually. Spike was essential back in the eighties. Yeah, he yeah. Was he was he was the only black he was the only piece person making movies that directly were that would directly impact about the black experience the black experience in a way that never had been done because before him in the 70s you had like the black exploitation movies Shaft uh, you know Foxy Brown and all that stuff comedies and those are cool but when you just want I just want to see like Crooklyn like if anybody's never seen Crooklyn it's literally about a family in Brooklyn Mm-hmm. And it's literally, you know, following the kids too. Yeah, and the kids, and it's leading the the lead character is the children. Yeah, is the daughter, mm-hmm. but she's got like three brothers, and you know, it's about their life in Brooklyn. You know, mm-hmm. two black parents that are together. You know what I mean? And what a what a black family household could it looks like back you, then. You know, I really I didn't realize how much that movie resonated with me. Like now that I look back, because I think that for me that was probably the first black movie because i was probably like nine when i first saw it yeah um like on hbo or something and it was the the first movie i really identified with where mm-hmm. it's like as a black kid you know yeah. watching these other black kids in new york because i was in new york at the mm-hmm. time i was in queens not brooklyn but and then the whole thing that i've never seen before that me and my brother experienced was going from north carolina uh going from uh new york and visiting North Carolina here, yeah, and, and how they, it was they, a totally different life. And they had that in the movie. And they had as that well in the too, movie too, because yeah. uh, I forget where they go, but they go out of Brooklyn, right? It was like Virginia, so, some kind of suburb. Like, yeah, yeah, it was a suburb with in her the country, suburban light skinned cousin. Yep, yep. Um, I remember that scene really resonated with me because that's how I would feel coming here to visit before we moved down here. Mm. It would be like a completely different, like there's you know crickets, the sound of crickets, yeah. And, um, you know, no traffic. The sound of traffic is gone. Like it's it's less hectic. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't really realize how much how much that movie resonated with me until like looking back on it. Yeah. So um, and then yeah, Spike Lee. Yeah, he's the one that I feel like started the whole black renaissance in the nineties. Yes. Remember? Because yep. he started in the eighties, but then after like do the right thing and everything. Then you started having John Singleton come in with yeah, boys in the hood. Yeah. And then you had the, uh, they gave the neighborhood, like the hood version the of the hood yeah, yeah. in LA too. Yeah. You know, exactly, see John yeah. Singleton was the LA. That's true. Spike yeah. was the East New Coast in New York. Yeah. 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 The, the Tupac and that fucking... was the Tupac and Biggie back there. <laughs> a yeah. film. A Holy film. shit. Yeah, I look, never made that connection. Hell yeah. That <laughs> is true. But that is true. Yeah. And then, um, uh, Menace to Society came out. Like mm-hmm. the whole nineties had this black Renaissance. And I feel like, we, we have a new one. We don't one have now. that for like Atlanta, though. ATL, yeah. I feel like, was yeah, the first. Who's, who's like a southern black. 
that gives you the country life in the yeah. South experience. I don't know because, to be fair, ATL is like the that movie. We love that movie. I that I was real life. Who, that who was like it. that was like I don't even know who made the movie. Yeah, I, I look after, but um, but yeah, I, that was a really good movie. That was a really good representation of like South and you yeah. know Ti right. Yeah, it was yeah. it was it was really was Atlanta. That. Yeah, but a lot if you're if there's a Waffle House. This that's a country thing. There's a lot of things Atlanta does that every country area, especially black country area, the roller skating, Waffle House, yeah, gold teeth, you know, mm-hmm. you know. So like that movie resonated with a lot of Southern people. Yeah, but yeah, we don't really. I don't think there's been that mm-hmm. Southern boom of that yet. Which it's the void. Yeah, it's definitely. I know a void. Moonlight had like it may have taken place in the South. But I don't know if the director is like a South yeah, director. From the neighborhood type of shit. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, like, the way he was driving around, the music he was driving to was, like, uh, chopped and screwed mm-hmm. stuff. You know, he had the gold teeth and all that stuff. It may have been taking place in the South, but I don't know if the director is from the South. So Yeah. Yeah, so that's a good question. I don't know who a uh, black Southern director is, like, really doing it right now. Where, where's Tyler Perry from? Where is Tyler Perry from? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I know. I don't he, know, but I wish he would use his studio for just something other than. <laughs> just give people like. Bro, but just get write other the filmmakers in there. Just yeah. get people, put people in power, man. Yeah, yeah. We don't want your scripts all day. Like, <laughs> I, like, come on, bro. Like, yeah. and I'll, get other voices in there. Yeah, and this, in, in my opinion, you know, I'm not telling him to stop making movies at all because well, you have gotten extremely rich off of what you've done. Nobody's denying that. And clearly there's people, it's like people who watch Lifetime movies. There's people who are always going to want to see trauma. There's always going to be somebody who wants to see where their husband gets cheated on them or domestic violence. I mean, Mm. own Lifetime, they've made... Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's literally, there's always going to be that lane for it. They might as well just change the name of their station to like, Piss Women Off Challenge. Yeah, you know what I mean? You know? But so, you keep doing that because there's bread and butter there. But there's no reason... You shouldn't have movies developing. There should you should have the Atlanta Spike Lee. You should have, yeah. You should have these people sign yeah, making and movies. Based his Hollywood, his Black Hollywood essentially is based in Atlanta. So yeah, you, you know should what I mean. Start getting talent from there's Atlanta. There's no reason there. like a Ryan Coogler. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. There's no. I know there's one in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You know, there what has mean? to be or somebody yeah. even if not in Atlanta, but this Southern region. You know, mm-hmm. Florida or Miami, Mississippi. There's what there's somebody there. That you could easily, and I'm sure they've been hitting you up. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. There's no reason that you shouldn't be putting people in positions of power like that, man. Like, yeah. It's just crazy, bro. He's got to use it to stop tearing. Because he ain't doing that. And then it's always the stereotypical dark skinned black dude that's tearing, beating his wife. Is or, this true? I haven't seen all of his movies, but is it true that there's this theme true. of like, I, I think I was watching a video of a black, a young black woman talking about his movies. Yeah. And she said something like, it's his movies always have like a rich black man treating a woman like shit, and then like the the woman is like flirting with like a guy a black guy who's not rich at all or yep. something like that. Yep. But yep. she was coming at it like uh, it always make his movies make it seem like the woman always has to go for the bum or something like yes. that because yeah, the rich guy too. is always the asshole. That's know? true too. Yeah, yeah. So. He does always do that, and then normally it's the person that's. Normally, and in a lot of the times, the person who's doing the domestic violence or the person who's violent or the person who's um, the shittiest person is normally a dark-skinned person. Yeah. And then the person who's the savior is a light-skinned person. Yeah. He almost always does that, too. Yeah. Some knight in shine, some light-skinned shining, knight in shining armor comes to get you away from the dark-skinned devil. But he's usually, like, like way, like, poor or, like, very or little just, class or something. Or just, or maybe not extremely low cast, but, like... Mm. He's the mechanic that owns his own shop. He's not yeah. poor, but he's not balling either. Yeah. He's not making a million dollars a year. He makes $80,000 a year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that that guy. So the young lady was, I guess, saying like there's always this narrative of like a woman has to settle for less or something like that. Yeah, yeah. and financially wise, they do make it seem yeah. like that. But yeah. it's also, he's also, he's also does the tone thing too. Yeah. It's always the dark-skinned person doing the worst behavior yeah. and the light-skinned person that comes to save him. Have you seen his latest film on Netflix? No, I've been getting I haven't. Sure. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I've been watching like hilarious like reviews of it because like yeah. people laughing because and uh, one uh, one called Double Toasted, these black two, uh, two black dudes that like, you know, do a, a podcast kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're more like movie-based. Yeah. And I watched them and they were just like laughing and breaking it down because, and showing like there's so many errors in the movie. There's a, a shot where 
uh, let's say I'm the the main woman, yeah, and my hair is a certain way. Yeah. It turns to you, and then it comes to me, and my hair is a completely different way. <sighs> <laughs> Bro, and low-key, bro, he be having those mistakes like that, too, yeah. where it just be like... The shots... Uh, the, the, how you got all this money in the shot yeah. and still low budget, bro? They like, came out of the... Her and the guy come out of this building at night, and at the bottom, if you look down, you can see the boom mics. Two boom mics like this. <laughs> yeah. There's another one where if you look in the background, you see this old white dude, like, eating nothing. They're at a restaurant, and he's yeah. just going... He's eating nothing, but he's clearly right there. You could see it. He's not even out of focus. <laughs> he's Good just, Lord. he has nothing on his fork. I was like, did he not, pro- like, he, he didn't watch this over or cut he it out? Or- I don't think he cares. I don't, I, that, that's the more, like, mind-boggling yeah, thing Yeah, I do want to know what his, what is your thought did process Did he just shit it out? He just, like, does, shot does, it and just, like, yeah, Or whatever. does he do that on purpose to us? I can't. He can't. <laughs> yeah, he, he can't. can't. He can't. That's a because, bad look on <laughs> Because you have an entire crew that's there. Yeah. So, so, you so know then, what I mean? Okay, so then that means you have more than one eye on it. Yes. So you're trying to tell me the editor was, you know, because I'm sure, like, he doesn't edit his own films. I'm yeah, sure, yeah, like, yeah, there's another yeah. editor. So you're trying to tell me that the editor, everybody else around him has to be fucking with him. Because it's yeah. like, the editor could clearly see the guy not eating anything. He could clearly see the boom mics down there. You you clearly cut between two shots where the lady has two different hairstyles. Yeah. It's like, I, I don't know if... Are you sure everybody that's working on you is on your side? Yeah, for real. Yeah, <laughs> not true. trying to sabotage you? Hell make yeah. you look bad? That's yeah, it's like, what, what's happening over here? Because he's like, he doesn't care, so we could do it. <laughs> true. I mean, if I was an editor and you probably paying him 100000 a year, he don't care about shit, clearly. Yeah. yeah. Like, fuck her wig up. Let's see how Or maybe times. it was his fault. Maybe he didn't... Uh, you know, hey, you sure you don't want to get another take? He's like, nah, it's fine. Let's move on. True. That's a fact, too, <laughs> like, All right. Fact. And then you might have been like every time the yeah. boom mic was in that shot. No, no, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's like, Whatever. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, it's your well, movie. Yeah, it ain't my movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's I'm getting movie. paid regardless. Yeah, yeah. And they're they going to come down on you anyway. A lot. Of, I'm sure, that, uh, like, their staff have that mindset. It's yeah, like, I'm getting paid regardless. And I'm getting paid. So. Yeah, true. <laughs> but, yeah, man. Um, yeah. yeah, we'll wrap this up so you can get over to work. Yeah. Um, this is the 3L Podcast. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Once again, thank you for everybody that's been engaging with us the last week and new to the platform. Um, we do this every week. We normally don't miss a week. If we do miss a week, it's a good reason. Um, but yeah, we'll see y'all. Peace. All right, peace. <laughs>